This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, September 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom to speed up climate regs. Newsom endorses Prop 15. Trump's regulatory reform surge ahead and MFP investigation set for release. Newsom to fast-track climate regulations. Governor Newsom said on Friday that California is seeing a climate dam emergency and the state must fast-track its efforts to decarbonize the economy. While it's nice to have goals to get 100% clean energy by 2045, that's inadequate, he said during a press conference. Newsom offered few details but pointed to the recently approved clean truck rule that sets a target for 2045. He mentioned accelerating strategies related to agriculture as well. On that note, President Trump is stopping in Sacramento today to meet with fire officials on the state's deadly wildfires. Ag disappointed with Newsom endorsing Prop 15. Newsom announced last week his endorsement for Proposition 15. A broad coalition of ag and business groups are heavily opposing the ballot initiative, which proposes a tax increase for commercial property. Western Growers President and CEO Dave Pugli responded to the news, saying that farms are already withering under a hostile and worsening legal and regulatory climate. He added, Prop 15, if passed, will add even more fuel to the motivation to quit California. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said Newsom has sided with unions over hardworking farmers. Californians' grocery bills will increase, adding to the worries of people who already struggle to pay their bills, he said. The No on Prop 15 campaign sees it as a tax hike of $11.5 million, while proponents argue that revenue would support struggling schools. The ag community has been concerned that while the measure exempts farmland, it still covers property like barns, dairies, wineries, and orchards. Rivas named chair of Assembly Ag Committee. Assembly Speaker Anthony Reardon has named Robert Rivas of the Salinas Valley to chair the Ag Committee. Since gaining office in 2019, Rivas has pushed through several labor-sponsored bills on farm workers with fierce opposition from industry groups. Rivas often ties his policies back to his childhood experiences living in farm worker housing while his grandfather worked in the fields. Rivas replaces Assembly Member Susan Eggman of Stockton, who has reached the end of her term in the Assembly. I couldn't ask for a better successor, she tweeted. Few legislators have as direct a view into the lives of farm workers as Rebus does. And with the array of crisis in front of us, he will be the needed stalwart of the ag community. Eggman is running for her district's state senate in November. Senator Kathleen Galgani is terming out of that seat and has chaired the Senate Ag Committee. Keep in mind, the Ag Committee rarely have the opportunity to consider the biggest bills impacting the industry, including Rivas' most controversial ones. New details on sick pay legislation. Last week, Daybreak West reported Newsom had signed a bill expanding paid sick leave. While the measure is similar to an earlier bill opposed by Ag, a few key distinctions kept the industry neutral on the second version of the measure. 
The bill codifies the governor's April executive order that adds two weeks of sick pay for food sector workers. It also benefits the industry by providing a specific date to sunset the paid leave, which is the end of 2020, according to policy advocate Louis Brown, who represents various ag groups. Labor lawyers at the Sakwe Law Group said the law gave teeth to the executive order. Ag employers can expect an increase in agency audits and investigations regarding COVID-19 supplemental paid sick leave, they advise. Administration implements one, announces another reg reform. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler is set today to announce what could be another step in the administration's regulatory reform agenda. He has scheduled a webinar with the Federalist Society, a conservative legal group, to talk about a new rule on guidance procedures. Guidance documents issued by EPA and other agencies are not legally binding, but they clarify how agencies believe regulations should be interpreted and followed. Meanwhile, the Trump administration's sweeping overhaul of the federal environmental review process takes effect today. The administration is implementing new regulations that impose time and page limits on analysis conducted under the National Environmental Policy Act. On Friday, the changes survived a motion for preliminary injunction filed mostly by southeastern conservation groups. For more on the NEPA reforms and the rest of this week's agenda in the nation's capital, check out our Washington Week Ahead. By the way, Wheeler is dismissing a lawsuit over the Chesapeake Bay cleanup as election year politics. During a meeting Friday of EPA's newly revived Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities Advisory Committee, Wheeler accused the groups who have sued the agency of attacking farmers in Pennsylvania and New York. GAO findings on MFP due today. The top Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, will be releasing a report today by the Government Accountability Office on USDA's handling of the market facilitation program. Stabenow has accused USDA of skewing the program to the benefit of Southern farmers. She'll be joined at an online news conference by Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown. UK gets ag trade benefits in new Japan trade deal. The UK and Japan signed off on a trade agreement that promises to cut Japanese tariffs on British pork, beef, and other ag products. The UK-Japan Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement is the first trade deal for post-Brexit Britain, and the British continue to negotiate with many other nations, including the U.S., The U.S. ag sector is hoping the British will agree to relax EU-style restrictions on American beef, pork, and poultry. Ted McKinney, USDA's Undersecretary for Trade, said he's heartened by the progress being made in the U.S.-U.K. talks. Meanwhile, British International Trade Secretary Liz Truss says the new pact with Japan opens up the path for the U.K. to join the Trans-Pacific Partnership a multilateral trade deal the U.S. helped to form but pulled out of in 2017. Here's today's He Said It. While we have audacious goals, while we're leading the nation in low-carbon green growth, we're going to have to do more. That Governor Newsom. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, September 14th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. 
for AgriPulse Daybreak West. I'm Jeff Daly.